Self-doubt is like an ivy vine. It grows and grows and then left unchecked will cover the house you spent your time and energy building. It's difficult to kill. New seeds in the ground can sprout up and it's much easier to remove seedlings than it is to kill an adult vine. In business, if left unchecked, doubt will grow and grow, take over your self-esteem and make you believe you aren't good enough. If you let even the smallest seed of doubt in, you can find yourself listening to your naysayers or get caught up in their pessimistic attitudes and start doubting your abilities and your value. Hello, and welcome to PBN Style, the podcast providing tips to creating a brand identity that's clear, consistent, and authentic. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and in this week's episode, I want to discuss self-doubt as a persistent and sometimes painful perennial. Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. in businessinsider.com, motivational speaker, speaker John Rohn famously said that we are the average of who we spend the most time with. It continues by relating this quote to the law of averages, which is the theory that the result of any given situation will be the average of all outcomes. If we believe this, the first step to deal with this persistent and painful perennial called self-doubt is to cut the vine. This means clean up your circle of influence. Stay away from negative people when you can, and when you can't, continue to remind yourself of your value and your unique qualities. It's so easy to get caught up in what we do wrong when people are busy pointing it out, but the truth is we've done a lot right. Focus on that. Forgive yourself for any mistakes, and remember you're not the only one that makes them. Sever ties with that negativity and focus on how you can help others with the value you know you have. Step two in dealing with the persistent and painful perennial called self-doubt is to apply weed killer, just like when killing an ivy vine. Killing those pesky doubts requires you to be proactive with your thought. Confidence is key here. It's the trust, belief, faith, credence and or conviction that you believe as a result of uncovering, understanding, and appreciating what you're bringing to any table. Psychologists are known to use the term high self-esteem instead of confidence. And for the sake of this step, I'm going to do the same. According to an article in Inc.com, It was called, How Does Your High Self-Esteem Increase Productivity? I pulled out this little quote. It says, individuals with high self-esteem are more likely to succeed in both their personal and professional lives because they add value. They're willing to pay the price in effort, time, and personal investment of accomplishment to become smarter, better, more knowledgeable, and stronger. 
The advantage of these people will involve personal career and financial rewards and a reputation as an expert within their business and recognition for being reliable. Having a higher self-esteem takes work, though. You have to be willing to look at your strengths and weaknesses, but do it honestly. Often a superficial look is taken and we want to forego the deep sea dive required to really make a difference in how we see ourselves. See, this weed killing step requires the deep sea dive, people. Just like when killing an actual ivy, it's much easier to remove the seedling, which in this case, when we're dealing with doubt, is the beginning of the doubt that comes from the deepest part of us, than it is to kill the adult vine, which are the consequences of allowing doubt to take root and grow. Now, the last step, step number three to dealing with the persistent and painful perennial called self-doubt, well, that's digging up the stump after the vine dies. Once you kill the vine with the weed killer in step two, you have to uproot the stump to ensure you're not bothered by it again. So what this looks like when dealing with self-doubt is the ability to recognize where the doubt is coming from immediately and squashing those feelings before allowing them to take residence and cause any other trouble. Um, Forbes magazine shared an article called Four Responses to Self-Doubt and How to Manage It. And it reinforces my stance here. It says it's important to recognize your triggers. The author of that article was Hamera Kabir. And in order to do what she suggests, you're required to have an actual knowledge of what those triggers are. That takes us back to step number two, which is killing the weed. Know thyself. If you've ever seen an ivy vine upside down or all around a house, I'm sure you recognize the propensity for it to take over and just like completely cover whatever it's on. Don't let that human ivy called self-doubt do the same thing to you. Follow the steps I've laid out here in this podcast to help you avoid the consequences that persistent and painful perennials called self-doubt bring on us. Thank you for joining the podcast today. It was short and sweet, but that's okay because I really want to hear from you. I want to know how you've seen self-doubt creep up in your business and how you've overcome them and how you continue to overcome them. Also, if you haven't already, it's a great time to become a VIP member. There's just enough time in a day to share everything that I want to share with you so for those who are truly interested, I've created the VIP membership. It's where all the supporting material is shared. I offer specials and give access to printables that just aren't shared anywhere else. Oh, something else. You don't have to worry about all that email in your inbox. I don't do that. I'm too busy to flood your inbox with stuff. So I promise you once a week about will be what you'll get from me. And that's just to help you with any supporting materials or information or specials that I might be offering that week. So I think that just about covers everything, guys. I hope you come back next Tuesday for another episode of Baby and Style. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AFPatrickConsult.com. 
Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AF Patrick, and Instagram at AF Patrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. 